How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer for Monday, July the 12th. I hope you had an extraordinary weekend, my friends, and we do not have a bunch of news to talk about today, but let's just jump into it. Definitely the biggest announcement of the weekend was that CD Projekt Red reiterated that the upgraded version of The Witcher 3 for PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X is still going to be releasing this year. And it is going to be a free upgrade for people who already own the game of the, you know, last generation version. Now, something that's pretty interesting and unexpected is that they're also going to be including some free DLCs, which are inspired by the Netflix show. And those DLCs are not going to be exclusive to next gen. It will be available on PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. Now, it's pretty good timing because they're also going to be releasing Season 2 of the Netflix show this December, which is about two years after the last season that came out. And anyway, yeah, that's pretty much it. They're obviously working on improving Cyberpunk right now, but they've been talking about this update for The Witcher for quite a while. Sometime last year they talked about it, so anyway, that's all. Summer Games Done Quick, the annual speedrunning event has finished with a donation total of $2.9 million going to the charity Doctors Without Borders. I mentioned it a few times on this show, but this is a tremendous event, and apparently there have been some really great runs to come out of it as well. Uh, I unfortunately was not able to catch any. I I had some timing issues, but if you head over to the Gaming Observer Discord and you go to the gaming channel, you will see a message from Anna Marie, otherwise known as Paws, She gave a whole bunch of recommendations for runs to check out. And I'm seeing some pretty interesting ones here. We got a Super Mario Odyssey randomizer, Super Mario 64 blindfolded, untitled Goose Game co-op, a race of Pokemon Black and White. And I mean, if you just look through the schedule, you'll see any game that you might be interested in is pretty much there. So I'll definitely be perusing some of those. And also, you know, that's one of the things I love about the GDQ events is that They're really easy to watch in retrospect, like you really don't have to watch them live. They're probably more entertaining live because they do some interactive stuff, but for the most part, it preserves its entertainment. Anyway, just thought I would give you a final reminder until we get to uh, AGDQ next January. So that's pretty much it in the way of news. However, there are some articles here that I thought was pretty interesting about Final Fantasy XVI. So there was a live stream happening in Japanese dedicated to Final Fantasy XIV, and Naoki Yoshida was there, who is the director of the game, and he's also the producer for the upcoming sixteen. And he was basically saying, like, hey, we would really love to show off Final Fantasy XVI at the Tokyo Game Show this year. That's September to October. But being honest, he said, hey, we might not be able to make that def- deadline. We want to show it, but... If we show it, isn't it better that you're able to play it immediately after showing it instead of what he calls these small bits of info that are released in order to string people along? And he was being pretty clear that, like, the next time they really want to show the game is when people are saying, oh my god, I want to buy it, and they can say, okay, go ahead, buy it. So anyway, it seems like development is going well. Hopefully people are going to enjoy the game. And it'll be interesting, I think, to see how it plays out because, you know, it's a PlayStation 5 exclusive. They're going back to high fantasy, which they haven't done in a while, at least for the single-player stuff. And in particular, I'm, I'm interested in seeing the reception of the game after what happened with Final Fantasy XV. XV was massively popular before the game came out, so much hype for it. 
And some people do love that game, but reception is certainly mixed. I know I definitely did not enjoy it. So anyway, I think Final Fantasy is in a good spot in general right now. Final Fantasy XIV is going well. Final Fantasy VII Remake went extremely well. We'll see if they can keep that momentum going. And hey folks, that's pretty much everything from the weekend. I hope you didn't mind me talking about Final Fantasy for a little bit there, but that's all we had, really. Oh, and I should also note, if you're somebody who likes cooking, there's going to be a Final Fantasy XIV cookbook coming out later this year. Not officially announced, but, you know, they found the Amazon listing. So keep your eye out for that. Folks, that's everything for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Would also like to thank Kirk for leaving a five-star review. That really helps out. Had some kind words to say. And I'll be back with the news tomorrow, as always. So until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hey, this time I told you yesterday that the cat was really annoying me. He bit me. Well, today, my roommate's cat sat on my lap for the whole recording session. It was so nice. I've never been so comforted while recording uh, the show. Nothing like a cat sitting on your lap. I'll tell you what. Uh, hey, how you doing? If you have a cat or an animal of any kind, please do share with me. I would love to see them. You can tweet it to me. You can share it in the Discord. Other people would love to see them. In fact, if you go to the After Show channel of the Discord, you can see some videos of Ricky's cats. They're very cute. Anyway, I had a pretty good day today, I gotta say. I wish there was more news to talk about. That usually makes my days even better. But um, yeah, I, th I think I mentioned at some point, I live pretty close to a river in our town. And they've got these great trails down there and some rocks to sit on and just absorb nature. It's such a great pace of or change of pace uh, from living in a basement. Anyway, I took Shelby there today for the first time. She hadn't been yet. And we, we just had a good time sitting there. It was raining. I love the rain. We're just in a much better spot now. And I might have been saying that a lot on these after shows, so I apologize if that's the case. Maybe it's getting a bit repetitive, but it's just the truth, you know? I came on this show a lot over the past two years of me making it and saying like, hey, life is crazy. There's so much going on. I'm so stressed out. Or you just wouldn't hear from me at all. You'd hear do 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 do. No after show. And now I can come on here and say, you know, life has mellowed out exactly as I hoped it would. It also means more video games for me. Today was dedicated to Final Fantasy X. I gotta say that game is very pleasantly surprising in my opinion. There's a lot of cinematics, like actually way more cinematics than I was expecting, but that has made it a lot more palatable for me. I think Final Fantasy IX, towards the end, I was just kind of getting impatient because it was a lot of text on the screen, but then, I don't know, I guess because it wasn't voice acted and because it wasn't, um, it was older technology, it was harder for me to get invested in it. I still very much appreciated that game. But Final Fantasy X, with the voice acting, makes it a lot easier to consume, and the cinematics makes it feel like more of a story-driven experience than a grindy JRPG, and I appreciate that. So, working my way through that. And hey, I think I'm going to be able to finish it this month. If I really push, I might be able to get it done in July, which means I've officially completed a game for JRPG July two years in a row. I wonder what next year would look like. I mean, I did Final Fantasy IX and then X. Should I do XI? No, oh no, XI was an MMO, wasn't it? I'm looking right now. Yeah, Final Fantasy XI was an MMO. So I don't think I'm going to play that. What about 12? Yeah, I've never really seen 12 before. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to go like that. <laughs> I've still got some other JRPGs I want to play first. Like, I mean, I've said it before. Octopath Traveler was really intriguing to me. And Yakuza. I mean, I played a little bit of Yakuza and ended up putting it down. But 
If that game can get me to stick, I really want to play it. Oh, yeah, you know what I didn't talk on the main show, because it's not really news. There's a, there's a guy in Japan who got arrested because he altered the save file of his Breath of the Wild game. Or I guess I should be more specific. He tried to sell the save file of Breath of the Wild, and he got arrested for a single-player game. And this isn't the first time we've seen this. I think they did it for Pokemon Sword and Shield a while back as well. Some dude, like, went to jail for, for hacking shiny Pokemon, if this article is, is correct. I remember when that happened. I think it's crazy that there's laws for altering your game. I mean, it's a video game. I mean, of course, I'm not an expert on legal matters, and I don't know that I have too strong of an opinion on this, but I think it is pretty crazy that you can just be like, you know, hey, I've got, uh, got a game here, I hacked it, gonna sell it for 30 bucks, and uh, whoops, you're in jail. It's, uh, it's really something. Actually, Jordan has, a, um, has one of the launch models for the Nintendo Switch which means that it is hackable. Shelby and I have a, a newer Switch. We weren't able to hack it when I looked into it, just out of curiosity. Uh, but my friend, he does, and he's not really a, a technology person. He wouldn't know where to start with that, so he asked me, you know, am I able to hack this thing? And I was like, I, I don't know. And I looked into it, turns out I could. So I'm probably going to be taking that on as a, as a little project soon. I mean, it's not my Switch, so I, you know, I'm not reaping the benefits of it, but I'm going to look into the kinds of things I can do for him. It'll be an interesting piece of technology there. Of course, I'm going to advise him not to sell it because that might land him in jail. I uh, know he can't probably can't do that in Canada. That seems like a Japan thing. But anyway, uh, I'm out of time. Thanks for being here. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. And until next time, farewell.